I bet you can relate to this. Maybe you're in the shower or you're driving along and boom, you come up with the best business idea ever. For a moment, you legitimately feel like Elon Musk. It's hit you out of nowhere. And this idea, this is the one. Within a minute, you start daydreaming about all the money this is going to make you and how different your life's going to be. You start brainstorming all the features and different parts you could offer. You're in business, baby, and you're excited. But a month later, it all fizzles out. And you're in the exact same position wondering what could have been. Or maybe you do start. If you're like me, you brainstorm the perfect business name. You even buy a website domain name. You do all the fun things that really aren't that important, but they feel so good. But you forget about the actual work required to bring this idea to life. And sure enough, one month later, same story. You want to be an entrepreneur, but in reality, you're stuck as an ideapreneur. And this is no hate, I promise you. I have a graveyard of ideas that never got off the ground. I'm saying this because I've been this more times than I'm proud of. But, and this is a big but, I've since discovered a system that takes you from ideapreneur to goal-crushing execution machine entrepreneur. And if you master this system, there's no reason why you can't start a highly profitable business that completely transforms your life in under 12 weeks. Even if you don't want to start a business or you maybe you already have a business, this same system can be applied to crush any goal that you set yourself. It's called a 12-week year and tens of thousands of high-performing people around the world are already using it to get more done in 12 weeks than most people get done in 12 months. This system changed my life. It's actually single-handedly responsible for me launching this podcast that you're listening to right now, not just thinking about launching it. So I'm really excited to share it with you. I know if you use it, your life will not look the same in 12 weeks time, guaranteed. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, Brian P. Moran's 12-week year, game changer incoming, get ready. I used to be the final boss of ideapreneurship. My graveyard of ideas that went absolutely nowhere include things like breakfast cereal subscription businesses, sustainable circular t-shirt companies, social media marketplace built around the clothes in your wardrobe, just to name a few. And honestly, most of these I got started on, but I never followed through completely. And for some of them, low key, I'm kind of thankful I didn't. But nonetheless, why didn't I follow through? Because I had no system of execution, no measurement of whether I was on track, and no way of staying focused and shutting out all the distractions to actually realize the goals that I set out, but then came along the 12-week year. In short, the 12-week year is a step-by-step system for executing on the task to achieve your goals. And at its core, starting a business or growing a business, it's just a goal, right? That said, you can use this system to transform your health, your relationship, or any other part of your life, but for the purposes of today, we'll be applying it to business. So if starting a business is a goal, how do most people and organizations approach goal setting? Usually it's a big, long list of, let's call them nice-to-haves, that you pluck out of thin air at the start of every year. But what's the problem with this approach? For one, a year is so long that there's so much room to lose track. You start off all guns blazing, life happens, and all of a sudden those goals are buried in a notebook collecting dust on the shelf. Or the other alternative, and this happens in business all the time. So when I was working in banking, the end of the year was a mad rush. Everyone's pushing super hard to meet their goals, meet their sales targets, all these kind of activities, right? If they just executed consistently over time, they would have actually achieved them, but it's this deadline that's sparking the urgency. Or even worse than this, the goals are so far away with so little time left that you've just thrown in the towel completely because you're never going to achieve them anyway, so you just push them off to next year and think about them another time, effectively wasting a whole year. But the 12-week year turns all of this on its head by redefining your year, as the name suggests, as a 12-week period. And this has many benefits. Number one, it forces focus. In 12 weeks, you can only get so much done. You don't have the luxury of setting a long list of goals like you normally would. 
you must pick the one to three things that are most important. So the whole idea is about being great at a few things rather than being mediocre at many things. And so in the context of our conversation today, that's starting a business, right? And you must execute on those goals, those one to three goals with total concentration. Number two, remember that urgency that we spoke about at the end of the year? In the 12-week year, you're constantly in urgency. Miss two to three weeks and you've got no hope of achieving your goals. You don't have that comfort of chilling with a false idea that you've got all the time in the world to achieve your year-long goals. Nope. With 12 weeks, it's all on the line and it's in front of your face. There's no getting away from it. And number three, what's great is even if you screw up a year, worst case scenario, right? Let's say you have a disaster 12 weeks. Guess what? The new week starts again. You've only wasted 12 weeks and not 12 months. So it's more forgiving if you do drift off track as well. And lastly, number four, through this system, one of the biggest things it gives you is accountability. Answering that critical question with 100% accuracy. Are you doing what needs to be done? Are you actually executing on the key needle-moving activities to take you towards your goals? All right, so let's actually get into how this system works. And I'm going to be picking out the top three steps of the 12-week year, which will put you on track to starting that business, growing that business, achieving whatever goal it is that you've got your heart set on. Step one is all about vision. So in this system, you create two visions from different time periods. You have your aspirational 10-year vision and your three-year vision. Now, the purpose of this isn't some wishy-washy visualization technique from the movie The Secret. The goal here is to create an emotional connection. But why is an emotional connection important? Because goals are hard and starting a business is ridiculously hard. It's a big change. And there's actually this framework, it's called the emotional cycles of change. And it's broken into five phases. Uninformed optimism, informed pessimism, my favorite, the valley of despair, informed optimism, and success and fulfillment. Let's unpack each of these. So phase one, uninformed optimism. You're excited. You've come up with the great idea. This is the one. Nothing can stop you. Part of you can't believe how smart you are for uncovering such a gem. All the benefits are crystal clear, yet none of the cost. It's only upside, but that doesn't last long because phase two is informed pessimism. You get a little dose of reality. The journey is tougher than expected. The benefits seem less real or immediate and the costs become clear. You start to wonder if this is really such a good idea and the temptation to jump ship creeps in, but it gets worse. Phase three, valley of despair. This is where most people quit, guys. The pain of change is at all-time highs, and there's an easy way out staring you right in the face. Quit and move on to something better. The valley of despair is brutal. There's no getting around it. And there's perhaps no bigger valley of despair than starting a business. It's inevitable that a change this great is going to bring on a lot of pain. And this is where the emotional connection to vision is so crucial and why this is step one of the 12-week year. A compelling vision is the spark that enables you to override the difficulties and the inevitable challenges that comes with incorporating any new change into your life. So when those difficulties come, those short-term discomforts, you keep taking action because you've got a compelling vision which is greater than the current circumstances that you face. This is why it needs to be really emotionally tied. It has to drive you forward. After Valley of Despair, things start looking up a little bit more. We've got phase four, informed optimism. So you've made it through the valley. You've leaned on that vision to give you that spark, to sell yourself the dream each day, to keep pushing, to recognize that this will pass and you just got to keep taking the actions. And as a result of that, you're starting to see progress and the likelihood of success is much higher. It's just a matter of continuing on from now and you arrive at phase five, which is success and fulfillment. So that's all your hard work is bearing fruits. The pain of change has virtually evaporated. All the painful parts have now become routine. You're achieving your vision, right? You feel accomplished and confident and you're ready for more change. And hence the whole cycle repeats again. 
And that's when you need that new vision in order to push you through that next cycle of change. Now, the most powerful visions address and align your personal aspirations with your professional dreams. And a tool that a mentor gave me in order to define my vision is what he calls a genie in a bottle session. The steps are really simple. You go somewhere outside of your normal bubble, preferably somewhere serene, peaceful, no distractions. So no mobile phones, no social media, nothing like that. You do something that raises your state of mind. So this could be listening to music. It could be going for a run, maybe a motivational talk that you've got in your headphones, whatever gets you feeling good. And it's completely different for everyone. Now just close your eyes, dream up your ideal future. There are no limits here. Listen to everything, explore all options, see how creative your mind gets. Set a timer for about 15 to 20 minutes to do this. Once the timer goes off, spend the next 20 to 30 minutes documenting all the best parts of your vision that came to mind. I personally use this as my long-term 10-year aspirational vision, and then I work backwards as to what I would need to achieve in three years to put me on track to achieving that vision. And just like that, you've got your two visions. So as an example, some things that came out in my Genie in a Bottle session were a family of three happy, healthy children, a top 20 business podcast with over a million downloads. We own a regenerative farm that produces the most nourishing food on the planet, and our friends and family enjoy its produce. I run a portfolio of multiple cash flowing businesses generating over $10 million per year. I live in my dream oceanfront house in the south of France in a place called Escalade. There's a pool, a veggie patch, an outdoor movement gym, and my favorite type of tree that you find in this region called the stone pine tree. It's pretty specific, but that really helps crystallize it in my mind, that specificity. And there's a bunch of other stuff on that list too, but I'll save you guys a time. So with that, we have our emotional connection, right? That keeps us driving forward. But step two is planning. So this is all about setting what Brian P. Moran, the creator of the 12-week plan, actually refers to as goals and tactics. Like I said earlier, in 12 weeks, you must focus on the top one to three goals and exclude all else. And there's some guidance on how these should be. So the criteria for these goals are make them specific and measurable, state them positively, ensure they are a realistic stretch, and be time-bound. So for this 12-week plan, one of my goals is attract 100 loyal podcast listeners. So they're specific and measurable. We've got 100 listeners. I've stated it positively, attract. They are a realistic stretch. So 100 listeners, I'm going from zero, right? I've never hosted a podcast before. So that's a good stretch. Sure, it's a small step in the grand scheme of things, but it's still a stretch. It's going to require a lot of work. I'm going to have to post each week. I'm going to have to promote each week in order to hit that goal. And it's time bound naturally just by the fact that it's part of my 12-week plan. Now, underneath those goals is tactics. So to determine your tactics, you basically just break down the goal into its individual parts. Some of these will be one-off. Like for example, one of mine was designing a website for my podcast, right? So that's just a one-off thing. Others will be weekly. And some of these for me include contacting minimum two potential guests per week and interviewing one guest minimum per week, recording one solo episode like the one you're listening to now, editing one interview episode, editing another solo episode, writing show notes for the two episodes per week, and on and on and on. There's a bunch of tasks that I have, right? One tip for this, make these pretty simple. Don't get into too much excess granularity and pick the main task. That'll make it easier to follow through on. Now, a little modification I've made to this system is to weight the difficulty of each task from one to three. So my hard tasks are a three, so maybe a podcast edit that takes me, you know, that takes me hours and hours to edit and produce. That's a three. And an easy task is a one. And the importance of this will make a bit more sense as we get into the next step. And that next step is step three. This was my biggest blind spot to achieving my goals, to starting businesses. It's one of the main reasons why I lacked on follow through in the past. So with measurement at the end of every week, what you want to do is you want to measure your execution. 
So how does that look like? Basically, you've got your goals, right? But then beneath those goals, you've defined your tactics. And it's a list of tactics, so a list of tasks that if you complete those, your hypothesis is that you're going to fulfill your goal. You're going to achieve your goals, right? So at the end of every week, you measure how many of the tactics you completed, how many of the tasks you completed. Now, if you get over 85% of those tactics complete, that's a successful week. We're not looking for perfection here. Like we are human. Of course, we aim for the maximum, but 85% is a successful week. And what this does is two things. Number one, you get real-time feedback so you can adjust. So I'll give you a perfect example. One week in my 12-week year, I only hit 50%. Now, I had to take responsibility. I had to face it. It still felt like it was a really productive week. But when I got and looked at the actual numbers, it was clear that like, no, I've got to change some things for the next week if I want to win this week. Now, the next thing it does is really crucial. So at the end of your 12 weeks, one of two things would have happened. Either one, you've achieved your goal, great. Or two, you haven't achieved your goal. Because of measuring your execution each week, you'll be able to look through time and see like, okay, have I consistently hit above 85% of each week's tactics? Well, if I haven't achieved my goals, and I have hit above 85%, the problem doesn't rest with me per se and my efforts, it's the plan which needs to adapt. But if I haven't hit 85% or above, I've hit below that, maybe I'm hitting a mix of 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe even worse. If I haven't achieved my goals, I know that the plan might actually be okay. What I actually need to focus on is my execution of that plan. And too often, I mean, I've been guilty of this a million times, you start doing something, you start pushing towards a goal, you're not getting the results as quickly as what you wanted, and you start questioning the plan. You're thinking, ah, this isn't right. I need to do something different. But actually, this gives you very clear information to say whether it's you that's a problem or whether it's the plan that's a problem. So execution and measuring that execution is such a critical aspect, which, as I said, was a massive blind spot for me. And this is going to drive you forward throughout this process and keep you laser focused and locked in on the key critical tasks needed to actually achieve these goals, which we've already discussed in the context of starting a business, one of the toughest goals of the lot is so crucial. So in summary, a 12-week year redefines the entire way that you approach your goals. It is a system of execution, which in the context of starting a business, takes you from ideapreneur to entrepreneur and actually gives you that follow-through to create massive amounts of change in a very short period of time. It keeps you focused, it keeps you disciplined and it keeps you accountable to yourself so that you actually continue to take the actions. Because at the end of the day, it's about putting in the right reps over and over and over again. So you start with step one with the vision. You set your aspirational vision with the genie in the bottle session. You translate that to your three-year vision and you come back to that as you cross through the valley of despair throughout the emotional cycle of change. Once you set your vision, you then go into planning. You set your goals, you make them specific, you make them measurable, you state them positively, you ensure they're a realistic stretch and they're time bound. Underneath those goals, you set your tactics, which adjust your goals broken down into tasks, which according to your hypothesis, if you complete these, you will have no other option but to fulfill and achieve your goals. And then crucially, you measure the execution against those tasks each week. And you use that information to determine the course of action on a weekly basis. Do you need to crank up the dial a little bit or shift things around so you actually execute more? And also when you get to your next planning phase before your next 12-week year, because if you haven't completed your goals, you can clearly determine whether it was your fault and you just need to run the plan again because you haven't been executing enough and hitting above 85% or whether it was the plan's fault, in which case you can adapt the plan, change and incorporate new information and set a new hypothesis. 
So that's the 12-week year in its entirety. Honestly, this has changed my life. It makes you a ruthless executor. And in the scope of building a business, that's the kind of person you've got to ultimately become. I'll be real, naturally, that hasn't been my biggest strength. But thanks to such a simple system like this, I've been able to build that muscle more and more and will continue doing so. And I'm confident that any person can pick that up, including yourself, and do the exact same. As always, thanks so much for tuning in today. It's awesome to have you guys listening on. If you got something out of this episode, please jump on your application, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Apple Podcasts, and just leave a five-star review. It's two taps and you've left a five-star review. It's literally that simple, but it really helps with the credibility of this show. And the more credible we can make this show, the bigger audience that we can grow and the better guests that are going to want to come on this show and we can pick apart their businesses, their mindsets, all these kind of things and help yourself and me to become better small business owners and better people more broadly. So again, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Give this 12-week year a go, start executing, and I'll catch you on the next episode. 